Welcome back. It's your boy Ham. Oh, I'm here on the mic. What's this episode? God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cut, cut. Okay, Nobody cut. know who you is. All right, do it again. Oh, yeah. We the Shits Podcast. Welcome back. It's your boy Ham. I'm here on the mic. And it's Jaw. All right, there we go. <laughs> See, that was better. <laughs> What we got today? What we got today? Oh, what's up? What's up? What's up? What we, what we talking about today? Got a little something for y'all. Finances Ooh. before and after your situationships. Mm. Situationships? I, mean, I don't want to assume everybody's married. Could you define situationships for all my uh... unsituationship people? Yeah. <laughs> for any of y'all who find yourself in a situation attached to some form of relationship. So Either okay, married, dating, poly or whatever they call it, the the, the polynomials mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. What it is. <clears throat> Something yeah. different every day. Something different every day. Okay. Open open relationships, closed relationships, oh, side mm-hmm. relationships. Okay. Whatever it is, you find yourself in a situation with a partner. Right. Y'all are sharing and or relying on each other's financial resources. Right. Right. But first of all, let's let's make this clear. You shouldn't be in a relationship unless you're stable. I'm not gonna say financially stable because some people, you know, things happen, life happens. You know, in between jobs, maybe somehow I don't know, COVID, like who knows. So, but you should be stable, and what I mean is that like ready for the responsibility of a relationship in every aspect. I'm going to switch rules here. Financially. I'm going to take, take my bro saying, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Uh-oh. What, what, what about getting it out the mud together? I mean, clearly you ain't stable in that situation. No, not financially. But you're on some Bonnie and Clyde type shit. Right. Uh-huh. You, know you know, but you are stable enough to understand that it's someone else that you would have to consider. Mm-hmm. And as far as in the financial aspect, for me... I knew what I expected of myself. I had standards for my own self. And I presented that to him. And it was up to him to decide. Who was him? You. Yeah, you already know for all my <laughs> listeners out there. Uh-huh. Big big dog on the mic. She's oh. taken. <laughs> oh, God. She, this seat's taken. <laughs> but I presented proceed. that to him. And it was up to him to decide whether he wanted to, you know, rock with that. Yeah. Or not. And then... You know, he, he had his own standards, and we just kind of like, hey, this is what I expect. This is what you expect. Can we cohabitate? I mean, that's why I threw it out of the situation, just because I don't want to define nobody's life. And however your life is, is however it is. And however it works for you, is however it works for you. For me and mine, we're a little bit different. You know, we do what we do. But for however y'all do y'all's, if y'all find y'all self in a position to where y'all are sharing and or relying on each other's finances, Mm-hmm. This is what this topic is for. Okay. Prior to and after you've become that official situation. Ship. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying like 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 the pros and cons of it? 
I mean, like, just, like, everything. Just in general, right? Yeah, just, just in general. It's just, like, so, so, like, you as an individual, prior to being with another individual, you may be more inclined to be more free. So, it's, like, I just got paid, you know what I'm saying? I paid the rent, but I ain't really pay, like, the cable bill or electric bill mm-hmm. or water bill or something, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I've been, I've been grinding this whole time, so I feel like I deserve to go out. So, you mm-hmm. might make that, that step. You know, be that responsible or irresponsible, however y'all want to, you know, identify that. But yeah. You may make that step and go ahead and go out. You know what I'm saying? This lady's name, I'm, I'm going to go out and get myself a drink. I'm going to relax. I'm going to, you know, I ain't got the money to pay the bill anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to use this 15 $20, go ahead and go out and get myself a drink and relax. Thanks. But you might mess around and find yourself in a situation, Chip. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to think about the well-being of another. Mm-hmm. So... After you got paid and paid X amount of dollars or whatever it is, now you turn it to your partner or whomever that is, and you like, you know, hey, this is what it is. Maybe you are, maybe you aren't. Just, you know, like, you know, finances prior to and after situationships. Be that married or whatever it is, you know. The the, the financial freedom or just overall freedom that you may or may not have prior to and after. I can dig it. We could uh let's we could we could uh give some like personal insight on this and like talk about our kind of how it was before before we got together and then I guess how it is now or prior to the kids. Go, go ahead, big dog. Oh, you want you want all right? Go ahead, I ain't know oh, I was gonna take the reins, but you know, you're gonna pass some things. I get it up. All right, let's do it. Talk your talk. Talk your talk. So so me, you know, single single me, working my little jobs again, you know, being free. Uh, I ain't had no responsibilities, a little phone bill here and there or whatever, but it's the same thing like you mentioned before. So, like, I get paid. I ain't got no responsibilities. I do whatever I want. Yeah. Pay my little little bills here and there. Real, real minor stuff. Live with my parents and so it wasn't much. But Ja, Ja had probably, like, the same mindset, I assume. She she wasn't really, uh, she was free. Didn't really have no responsibilities like that. And then when we started dating, we kind of, like, we were ahead of the game, so we kind of talked about like our, our goals, expectations, so on and so forth. We mentioned finances in there as well because we both had a yeah. a certain like idea or mindset or like goal where we wanted to be, yeah. and we didn't want to kind of like put each other in like a bad spot, mm-hmm. um, especially with finances because yeah. like again, we was both free, so we really have uh, to put to, yeah really yeah, yeah. no no worries. Don't, don't have to put too much thought into it. So we're like, all right, we about to get into this relationship. Like we in this together, and by together we mean like every like you you me I'm you type 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 situations like that. So when it came to the finances, we really like sat down and was like, all right, look, this is what I got going on. This is what you got going on. What's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. Mm-hmm. So we need to go ahead and you know, establish a line, budget, so on and so forth. So yeah. before, I know I can say for me, I was just like whatever, kind of like careless with my money. Not not really. I mean, I wasn't saving anything like that, but I wasn't like. Just blowing all my money at the same time. It was just like, I like these shoes. I'm, I'm gonna go get this pair of shoes. Now we together. It's like I like these shoes, but I can't. I can't. You know, I can't just uh-huh. jump right in there and get it because I, you know, I gotta see what what bills need to be paid. You know, uh, if she gotta eat, I gotta eat. We gotta, you know, really? go from there. So I just, I just want to slow down and go back, just you know, a couple steps and just acknowledge the fact that the level of maturity between the two of y'all just like you don't have too many couples who jump in on that bandwagon and, and I mean it might be different for everybody I don't want to speak for everybody mm-hmm. but you know like given the research not many people sit down and figure out what is our financial status before they move through life together so like that was 
amazing in itself, the fact that both of y'all had that in y'all mind and was able to like express that or communicate that to each other. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. shout out, shout out, shout out to these two for that. Well, uh, extra it. plus on her because she she brought out of me because I ain't, I ain't the one to do all the talking anyway. If she would have been like. I look up the club. I bet she was like, "Hey, she she was the first one. Hey, these are my expe- expectations. These are my uh, you know my goals, my motivations, and all that good stuff." I'm like, "Dang, that's crazy." All right, well, I guess since you brought it up, here's mine, yeah. and it just it just worked. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like when you're in a relationship or you're dating or whatever, um, you 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 consider the other person, but it's I feel like it's more of a responsibility when you once you decide to get married and once you have children. And what I mean by that is that when we were dating, yeah, you know, he had his bills, I had my bills. Granted, we were together, so I would pay his bills and he would help pay mine and vice versa. But after that, it was nothing else to it. You know, like, if I wanted to go shopping and blow however whatever I wanted to do, you know what I'm saying? Or we wanted to go, let's take a vacation, a mini vacation, or let's go do this, or let's go to the bar, let's go to the clubs. It was just... It was a it was a last minute thought, and we just did whatever we wanted to do. I got a quick interjection. So like, not really a second thought, but we never like take that time. We don't put each other in those positions, even if we do. Like, all right, cool. I, I want a pair of shoes now. Now that us, we're being ma- we're married, and we got like you know joint money, joint account, and all that good stuff. It's not, it's not like we won't do anything to put each other in that position where we're like, and now we're on our last. Now we got to scrape and how we gonna provide for the fam. It's like we just know we like. All right, cool. I want these pair of shoes, and then we look at the account and be like. We still good. Yeah. Boom, I go get it. Hey, man, I got these shoes. You like them? Yeah. Ooh, Stuff like you. that. All right. That was my quick interjection. Uh, uh, All right. It's back, it's back on you. And Pat, the ball's back in your court. Yeah. I mean, I'll I, I jump on there and take that assist. Though, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, I, I ain't going to lie. Like, for me, and I mean, my situation a little bit different than before I met, you know, my my wife and everything like that. Because I, I was older at that point. But moving into everything, what I learned maneuvering through life when I was younger is like, I was better than most, but I still wasn't good. You know, so I, I would still go out and have fun, blow money on certain things, you know, crazy stuff like that, whatever. But then it got to a certain point, you know, where it was like I had a certain amount of money in my account. And I'm just like, dang, bro, I ain't never seen this type of money before. So I hit up my mama. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know who else to call. I'm like, hey, mom, you know, I got this type of money. Like, what should I do? And she was like. Are you saying the type of money after you got married? Nah, this one I was single. Okay. So, I mean, I, was, I went through that irresponsible phase, and, you know, that was short-lived and, like, I never had to share that with nobody significant at that point. Um, so, so really and truthfully for me, my situation was like one of a kind. Because um, like, like I said, like after going through my irresponsible phase, and I dated people here and there, whatever the situation right. is. Yeah. But like being with my wife now, I was pretty much kind of put together before we got together. All right. But is it, is it really an irresponsible phase? It can I call, be. I call it, I, yeah. It can 100%. be. Because okay. it could be. It could be. Look, it could be you look, just okay. being you, or it could be look. you just doing some dumb shit. Okay. <laughs> and the reason, right. okay. the reason look, why I say look, irresponsible look. is because I don't want the young listeners who may or may not come into this to this you know podcast and hear this and think that it's just okay to do that. Look, it's okay to be different. Is what I want to say out of this. Going out to the club, you know what I'm saying, two for twenty, blowing your money every weekend to get this fit, to get that fit, to stay clean, to do this and do that, to woo, to woo, whatever the case may be, like. That is completely irresponsible living paycheck right. to paycheck. If, now, now, I mean, obviously, you got to take in consideration your, your situation. Don't jump out into life and automatically get into debt. This is something that I'm, I'm currently talking to my younger brother about because he's, you know what I'm saying, in school and trying to figure out his way through everything. Be different. 
Because different is what's going to make you different. I'm be honest with you. Everybody who got money in their pocket is different. You don't see a whole lot of rich people or well-off people doing the same. Doing the same. Shit. Yeah. Yep. Doing the, you know, and, and that's not to throw any shade to anybody who got money and out there, you know, doing whatever they're doing. It's just to say, like, in the beginning, when you're trying to figure out life, it is okay to be financially sound and say, hey, I ain't got X amount of dollars in my account. I don't need to be out here in this club. I don't need to be out here in this mall. I don't need to be out here riding around in, you know, X, like this type of car. Like, don't think you need a Scat Pack or a Mustang 5.0 or I need to go get a BMW. Like, go get you a little Kia. Go get you a little Honda Civic or something right. like well, that. You know, that and, I, and ride right, within right. your means. Right. I feel like that falls into living, living within your means. But when I say irresponsible, a prime example, me, myself, when we were dating, we were young. We were in our early 20s. But we had no responsibilities. We had no children. We had no, like, technically, like, real bills. You know, we were still in our parents' home. Mm -hmm. So we had, like, you know, little small bills, whatever. But we still went out. And once, once that was taken care of, we wasn't no saving. It wasn't no, like, you know, yeah, we should save up for a house. So we need to put our money to the side for a rainy day. We ain't have none of that. It was just more so a spur of the moment type of thing because we didn't have anything, yeah. no big responsibility to take but care I mean, of in the first place. But the key so, word so, in that is y'all so, had already taken care of. So in that sense, right. Your but bills in that are already sense, paid in that point. What I, what I want to get to people is if you got to sit here and decide between... You know what I'm saying? This bill or going out to hang out with somebody or this bill to impress, you know, X, Y, and Z. Like, pick paying off your bills. Pay off your debt. Pay off your bills first and foremost. To be honest. You know what I'm saying? And get that. And I know it's super cliche, but it's 100% the truth. That's why all older people or, or people who become financially savvy always tell you to take care of your business first. That's true. But then, like, if you look at the, the influences today... Cardi B, Offset, all these Rick, Rick Ross, all these famous people, they have a bunch of money, mm -hmm. but they don't show you the responsible side of it. They show you, I just spent 200k on this chain. I just did, you know. Nick, Rick Ross went and bought a, a damn tank for I what? Mean, but but they do often <laughs> they do often mention where they came from and where right, they but were it's prior not enough. To. Not I mean, to say, just, not to say like, that, not to so say like that, that 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 they have to share their finances, but they do yeah. have a platform. I feel so like I that. feel like it's okay to say, yeah, splurge, enjoy the fruits of your labor, but don't you know go crazy with it. What do you need a two hundred thousand dollar fat chain around your neck that you know look like a choker and you can't breathe and it's heavy? What's the point? I mean that's true. I'm what, just saying what, for like the point, for the average American. Who ain't even got money to even look look at that? For the average American That's coming me. out of high school, <laughs> working at Mickey D's, working at Lowe's, you know, or or maybe you got a better job. You working at CSX for those who don't know, that's a rail, that's a railroad. They make a lot of money. Working for UPS, whatever, whatever you working and you making a decent amount of money. Understand that there's a difference between like responsibly spending your money and irresponsibly spending your money. I'm not ever saying don't spend your money, but just, just be responsible with it. So first and foremost, take care of your business. Make sure your bills paid and, and all that's cool. Now, I can't dictate what your savings does and does not look like. I can't say for a surety. Unforeseen expenses happen. Unforeseen situations happen. You cannot count on them, but you can try to prepare for them. Right. Whatever that looks like for you is whatever it looks like for you. 
Right. So, so I'm just saying, take care of business first. Get your get your rent paid, your car note, all this. Make sure all your bills is paid, so you ain't on nobody, and your credit is good. And then after that, look and see what your money looking like. I would honestly encourage you to take half of whatever you have left over and throw it to the side and save it. And then that other half, go out and have fun with it. So you're responsible with the situation because things are going to hit you, whether you plan on it or not, or whether you foresee it or not, things right. are going to hit you. So that's why I said, for, like, for me, during my irresponsible phase, paycheck to paycheck. All right, bro, I'm like, I'm talking about, I'm out, like, yeah, bills was paid, but I mean, I ran myself into real tough situations where it was like, I didn't really compensate for this. And like, having a car, so like, uh, for instance, having a car, there's things that go along with just paying the car note and your insurance. Like routine maintenance? Routine maintenance. Preventative or un- maintenance. Or unforeseen maintenance. Yep, that too. You riding down the road, you, you know what I'm saying? You doing real good with your money. Fresh, and this happened to me. Fresh set of 22s on my and Paul. Ooh. I'm cooling with it. I think I'm, a, my I'm, soul. Think I'm the shit. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> Man, boy, I got humbled so quick. Had them put the lift kit and everything on the car. I ain't had them 22s on that car for like maybe two and a half, maybe three weeks. Got a flat. Mm. That's how much it costs to get one tire. Probably 200, 300. Bro, it was about $400. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, maybe that was just me and my situation back then and that day when I had that 2007 Chevy and Paul. I put some 22s on it. That was me in that situation. $400 for one tire. One but tire. See, but see. So it's like, so but, it's like if, if, you don't, if you don't take those things into consideration, it's things like that that can set you back. Now, while I had the money in my account, me then paying 400 some odd dollars to get the tire, and then another $100 to get it mounted and balanced and put back on my car, that put me out the game. But see, you know what I'm saying? That, I ain't got no more money. I ain't got to spend. <laughs> I got a clean-ass car with a tank of gas, but I ain't got nothing else to show for. Right. Mm-hmm. So so every, every everything that you just stated was preventative me- measures of going into debt, which mm-hmm. is a factual statement. But to go to answer your question, before marriage and before children... I wouldn't necessarily say that we were irresponsible. We just lived life in the moment that we were in. Now, life shifted when we got married. And even worse, when we had children. When I say, I'm not going to say even worse, but yeah, it, shifted. It, it, shifted, <laughs> it shifted a little more You know, when we had children. Because now it was like, all right, well, we can, we can survive if, if we... If we did decide to blow money or whatever, and we had to wait another two weeks to the next paycheck, we can we can survive. That's true. Yeah, we know but how, we know how that, to get down with it. Right, but with now us too. Yeah, right. I mean, but, I was on the news. But, mm-hmm. but now that we have the kids, we know for a fact that we can't fail. Right. So that was our motivation. Now, like the motivation before was that, you know, we want to live, babe. I want to experience things. You want to do it too? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Right. That was that that was that was our mindset, and that was the responsibility of it, just having fun. And now with children, the responsibility is our kids. Yeah, I mean, granted that that the old mindset ain't changed. We just went shifted it. We we didn't put it down on our priority yeah. list. It's still it's still there. We still trying to you know turn up, have fun, and all that good stuff. But, but it's different. we got to make sure yeah, we take care of different. us in the house. Yeah, right? yeah, us I, I guess that's kind of why. Because now it's like now, now it's like we would go to a hotel. We, we would get a hotel for the weekend, mm-hmm. and. Pool, hanging out, going to the bar, whatever. Now we'll get a hotel for a weekend, but we got to make sure that it's like an aquarium nearby or a zoo nearby yeah, or, you know, friendly. a yeah, kid-friendly type of situation. So now it's like we want our children to have experiences. 
and that's that's the mindset now. So we do. Which is I mean, cool. I mean, I mean, which is cool and dope. For, I think, for someone, I for, me, for for someone looking on the outside, looking into our relationship and our family, they'll think like, "Man, y'all really do be spending money because y'all always going somewhere, y'all always doing this, y'all always doing that, that. and it really don't." But but we added that into our budget. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in our household, we want our children to experience things. So this is how we're gonna minimize the amount of bills that's going out, so that we can have money to put towards this. You know what I'm saying? So, um, which is amazing. But but early on, I that's really amazing though. Like let's not let's not rush on with it. Let's like <laughs> first of all, going most, back key, real quick. keyword budget. You know, yeah, not, that's that's you know, the thing. That's make the sure we're pushing this out there to our audience. Yeah. Budget. You you know what helped that for us though? Because at the beginning of our marriage, when we had Asaya, our first baby, it wasn't it wasn't perfect. You know, sometimes we were like, dang, how do we how do we get this in order? But I think once we sat down and had a conversation and we actually decided or came up with what the goals were, like, okay, so, you know, we're going to save for a bigger family car. We're going to save for this trip to this place. We're going to save for that. And once we set the goals for what we were trying to accomplish, it was a whole lot easier to get our money in order. Easy to map easy to get the milestones. Right, because sometimes people tell you, you need to save your money for what? Facts. How you, much you, money? Yeah. Like, for how like, long? What am I doing this mm-hmm. Okay, you got a budget, but what am I doing? I'm gonna answer those questions real quick. Uh, you want to <laughs> save for emergencies. Uh, you want to save for unforeseen expenses. You usually okay, want to so, have three to six right, months right, worth okay. of living expenses. I'm, I'm gonna and, play devil's advocate. You said save for an emergency. Yeah. Okay. What's an emergency? Because I can. I let's say, let's say I get five hundred dollars in my paycheck right now. Yeah. My bills equate to two hundred. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving down the street and I get a flat tire and that's a hundred dollars right there. Yeah. Am I supposed to take that out of my savings when I know I got it in my checking account? I got a hundred dollars in my checking account right now, and I would not fall short if I decided to do that. That really depends on how you and, build and, your budget. But you, but these questions, I think, it's like, okay, so you get what I'm saying? These, I think these, to these, answer, these are that, things to answer that, that, like, but now I feel like to answer that is best is is uh, for me. I feel like it depends on your budget. If you build in car expenses within your budget, you already have X amount of dollars set aside for stuff like that. Um, and rather it come out your savings or come out your checking at that point. For me, I feel like a solid budget is going to account for every penny that you make. Yep. When, you, when you're done, once you get paid, all of your money should be accounted for. Before it even hits your account, it should be accounted for. You, Not know, where, spent. you know where everything's going. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not spent, <clears throat> but accounted for. You know where it's going prior to it hitting your account. So right. that, that alleviates those. I'm walking through the mall. I'm, like, yeah, I'm just gonna drop drop a hundred, two hundred dollars on these joints. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna drop two, three hundred dollars on these on these LBJs. I'm gonna get these Yeezys. I'm gonna, right. you know, whatever the case may be, it'll it'll cut back on that because that's not within your spending. And then you also gotta understand power of purchase and all this other good stuff. But just strictly budget part. Right. When it comes to that, it's based on your budget. As far as emergencies, stuff like untimely demise, you may have to go home. For a family's funeral or contribute to a family's funeral. I hate going always to the worst case scenario, but that's usually, I don't know, for me, that's one of the big ones I see where people can't quite do what they want to do. Also, accidents. Get an accident in your car. Well, if your insurance don't pay for this, well, how do you get how do you get back on your feet? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you gotta have thirty, forty thousand dollars saved in your bank account to go buy a new car brand new, but you need to have something to account for unforeseen situations mm-hmm. um medical bills if you ain't got insurance it's gonna cover boom that's an emergency 
You got to have money to pay for those medical bills. Yeah, they'll work with you and give you a payment plan. That's an emergency. That's something that just, it's not an everyday thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Right. I say, either, even, even if, like, you're single, before marriage, after marriage, with kids, without kids, even if you do sit down and take the time to just create a budget, it would help, help in the long run. Um, and I think as far as the emergency goes, you can define that uh, once you establish like a baseline for your budget. Like, hey, all right, I want to divide my money. I want to have an emergency, like blue, like deposit emergency, uh, regular checking, you know, regular just to have some like spend money. And then like, I don't know, money for like groceries or something, let's just say. So boom, you're like, all right, I get $500. Cool. That's my paycheck. All right. I want to do $200 towards groceries. $200 towards emergency funds and then 100 for uh, just regular blow money or whatever. And then at that point, you can sit down and be like, all right, how am I going to define an emergency? You can sit down, break it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Not even, you don't have to move the money at that point. You just know, like, all right, if I get a flat tire, I'm going to consider that an emergency. Mm-hmm. If I break my leg, I need medical bills. I'm going to consider that an emergency. Mm-hmm. If I shit myself and I need new pants, that's not an emergency. It's all right. I can go get, <laughs> I, that's my blow money. I'm going to go get some Levi's or something, some true religious. Yeah. So I guess something like that. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like in, in the mindset of a, of, a, of a young individual before a relationship, um, these are all questions that kind of go unanswered. And it kind of leaves you at in, in, in a confused state as far as, like, how do you, how do you start your journey? you know, into adulthood in that sense, as far as an, on a financial aspect. Questions like, it go back to like, what are we saving for? What are we this? I mean, granted, you answered all those questions, but those are questions that some people, Don't I mean, think about. not even young yeah. people, still yeah. older people. Yeah. And and they feel like they got it together. They got a house, they got a car, they got, mm-hmm. you know, the, the dog, the white picket fence, and all that stuff, that, and they cannot budget or their finances are like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and you look at them and you're like, dang, you got it all together. And then they go in the kitchen table and they're like, man, how are we going to pay Stress this? And how are we going to... Man, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But and Biggie said it the best. More money, more problems. Right? Yeah. But I feel Learn like... Learn how to manage a little before you get a lot. And, and I feel like Thanks. before like before marriage, when you're single, you shouldn't want to mess up. But I feel like it's okay to make those mistakes yeah. because you don't have so much responsibility on your shoulders. You know what I'm saying? So like, figure feel, it out. I feel like, I feel but like, even, but even in a relationship without children, yeah. you should be able to still make those mistakes because you're not necessarily responsible for that other individual. Y'all yeah. should be working together, but individually to mm-hmm. be, you know, to build yourself. It'd be better for the team, right? Yeah. Like in the sense of like, he was working, I was working. I wasn't looking necessarily looking for his money. He wasn't looking for mine. I was looking we for worked. yours. You was getting, you was getting paid, my boy. <laughs> I was making what, like four dollars an hour. You had it like ten fifty. I was like, please hey. <laughs> help me out. out my bad. I had, I had hey, to let me know. Know. But it was still a choice at the end of the day, you know, whether I wanted to contribute to that or not. Yeah. And we wasn't necessarily, like I said, relying on each other in that sense. Like, now that we're together, you have to take care of me. You right. have to pay my bill. You, nah, I feel like that's crazy. Now, being married, that's a different case because now we're in a joint, you know, ho- household now. So, uh, we're together we're for to, real. Yeah, we're going to have to figure this out. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> ain't going nowhere anyway. Right? Mm-hmm. And then with children... And then with children, I feel like you don't necessarily have, like some people feel like, well, why do I have to change my life when I have kids? Or why do I have to do something in theory? You don't necessarily have to. But 
I mean, if you want to be a good parent... You got to find out what works for you. you. No, not even. But if you want to be a good parent, your child would always be the first thought in every aspect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, like and, was, and that's why I just and, say and you got to find and, out what and, works and, for you. Because right, I, I know and, a lot of fortunate people who don't have to be full-time parents because they have support systems such as grandparents or money who can get nannies. And I'm not condoning the absence of parents. I'm just saying whatever works for you because you might need you might need this piece. And the reason why I say that is I know people who utilize their support systems so they can rocket themselves in a better situation. Now that I'm in this better situation, I'm going to, you know, come back and be the best parent that I can be. It might not fit for you to give up everything for your child. You might have a support system to where you don't have to do that. You can you can you can still go out and pursue your dreams and get to where you're trying to be because you have a support system to compensate for that. Now for those who don't have a support system, you all you got, obviously we're not telling you to abandon your child. Not right, you know, right. Definitely but be there for them. But, but if I you got like, that support system, it, it might be a little bit different for right. you. Right. But I feel like even with children, like for example, if we go to a mall and I see a pair of Jordans that I want, nah, my Jordans don't be fit. You ain't going to get them. You ain't going to get them. Listen, but that's my personal <laughs> choice, but it's not necessarily saying that I can't afford to do it. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. If I wanted to, I could. I just choose not to. But, you know, I wanted to be sure that we're in a position to where our children are straight. You know what I'm saying? And then our needs are still met in the same token. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, we give to our children, but we don't give everything. But our kids are still set. You know what I'm saying? Savings account, college funds, things like that. Now, don't get me wrong. We still working towards, you know, our goal. Oh, all that. You know that that's that that's a that's a lifetime. market is stupid. Thing. People. Good lord. But. <laughs> Which, by the way, I do want to point out the fact that you just you did what it is that I wanted to do. You just transitioned from the single talk to the married talk. Just just let y'all know, you know, this is finances after the marriage or situationship versus finances before. Mm-hmm. Carry on. <laughs> so. Carry on. So, so all in all, to conclude this whole conversation, <laughs> finances when you're single and finances when you're married and finances when you're married with children, the root of it all is be responsible, period, in either way. Look out for yourself when you're by yourself. Look out for your spouse when you're married and yourself. And then look out for your children first. And then yourself and your spouse. Mm-hmm. So either way, you should always want to be responsible. Now, what that responsibility look like in your situation, that's on you, but I'm gonna let y'all define that. <laughs> I can tell you. All I can say is save more than you make. No, save more than you spend, spend less than you make. On that note, we out this day. Later. And we out.